Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud In today's episode we're back with the law of unintended consequences I have a couple articles here. The first one is on Reuters, dated May 30th, 2022. And the headline is, U.S. Airlines canceled 2,500 flights over the Memorial Holiday weekend. And it begins, U.S. Airlines, which are still rebuilding flight crews after the COVID-19 pandemic travel slowdown, canceled more than 2,500 flights over the four-day Memorial Day holiday that marks the traditional start of the busy summer travel season. Airlines worldwide canceled more than 1,500 flights on Monday, according to FlightAware, after canceling 1,642 on Sunday. On Monday, there were about 400 U.S. flights canceled and 2,400 delayed, the flight tracking website said. And then I go over to News 12 Brooklyn, says experts, travel travelers could see increases in delays, cancellation as demand spikes. It begins, it has been a challenging holiday weekend at national airports with thousands of flights flights being canceled or delayed, causing all sorts of headaches for travelers. But will this become a trend for the rest of the summer? Then this article I came across about a week or so ago. It's on CNBC. It's dated May 15th, 2022. And the headline is, A severe pilot shortage in the U.S. leaves airlines scrambling for solutions. And this gets into really where the problem is occurring, why there is this problem. And the key points are the pandemic exasperated a pilot shortage by slowing down training, hiring, and creating a wave of early retirements. Airlines offered pilots early retirements to cut labor bills during the depths of the pandemic. The process to become an airline qualified in the U.S. is lengthy and expensive, making the barrier to entry high. And then it goes into how they're looking at raising the mandatory retirement age from 65 to 67. There's a section here that they talk about how it takes an estimated 120 days to replace a pilot who is given his two weeks notice to go to another airline. Then it, it really gets into the crux of the unintended consequences that the government created. Regional carrier Republic Airways, which flies for American, Delta, and United last month, petitioned the U.S. government to allow pilots to fly for the airline with 750 hours, half of the 1,500 currently required if they go through the carrier's training program. So the U.S. government, the FAA, requires that a commercial airline pilot has 1,500 flight hours. That That's a very difficult stretch to obtain. Unless you are military, you're in the military flying for the military where someone is paying you to, to fly, where it's, which the military doesn't have to abide by the FAA regulations as far as the flight hours. It is very expensive to get or to earn 1,500 flight hours. So it makes it very hard for people to become pilots. And then even once they go through that, the starting salary is not that high. Where a pilot leaving the military that has easily has 1,500 or 2,000, 3,000 hours of flight time can easily get a job. And because they have many more hours flying commercial sized jets, not a small Cessna or a Piper Cub or something, a small personal plane, they can get higher paying jobs. And we're going to get over to Zero Hedge, and this actually breaks down the law of unattended consequences. This article was published on May 28, 2022, and the headline is Dopey 2010 Law 
driving major pilot shortage. And this gets into, so it starts off with quoting United CEO Scott Kirby, where he told the investors, the pilot shortage for the industry is real, and most airlines are simply not going to be able to realize that their capacity plans because they because there simply aren't enough pilots, at least not for the next five years. Now, first, they blame it on the COVID shutdown and the early retirements, which is true. Rather than just laying off, rather than just laying off pilots, they just granted them early retirement with a mandatory retirement of age of 65. You have some of the pilots that are in 63, 64. They just take the last they buy out, they retire early. But then it gets into the actual gap of this 1500 hours of flight. And there was um, a testimony before Congress talking about this. This is Faye Malarkey Black, who is the president of Regional Airline Association. He He quotes, I'm quoting him, now there's a gap in the path for pilot development with pilots forced to suspend their training at a critical junction to spend time building hours. Most pilots fill this time in unstructured environments. One airline put it this way, we waste a lot of time in training breaking bad habits pilots acquired while trying to quickly get to 1,500 hours. So here, if they're doing 1,500 hours ad hoc or on a private training session, they're picking up bad habits. Now, if they're in the military, most likely they're going to have very good habits. However, if they're going through a airline's training program, they're going to pick up better habits. So rather than just having a blanket 1500 hours, it should be how good are those 1500 hours? If I get my pilot's license and I have a private Cessna, a personal Cessna, and I get 1500 hours just flying my personal plane, that's not equivalent to 1500 hours of going through regular, rigorous training, either through the military or through a airline's pilot training program. A pilot's training program or the military could give me 500 hours and it'd be equivalent to me just going out on my own accumulating 1500 hours. And most likely the rigorous training 500 hours can be far more valuable and far more superior than me just flying around by myself. So how did all this start? This is where the law of unintended consequences come in. Okay, so I'm going to be reading from the Zero Hedge article now talking about the COVID shutdown and and the disruption that brought. However, the airlines industry's attempts to recover from that disruption to COVID are being thwarted by an exorbitant pilot training requirement imposed by Congress as a knee-jerk reaction to a 2009 plane crash. In February of that year, Colgan Air Flight 3407 stalled and crashed into a house on final approach to Buffalo, killing 50 people. The crash was attributed to pilot error. Congress leapt into action, animated by one of the most destructive government urges of all times. We have to do something. This is where the law of unintended consequences came in. In this case, that something was sex troubling the number of hours needed before being granted an airline transport pilot license from 250 hours to 1,500. So the knee-jerk reaction of we have to do something, politicians said, let's go from 250 hours to 1,500 hours. In anything situation that the politicians are trying to resolve, the first thing I ask would have stopped the problem. So when you see these school shootings and they want to create new gun laws, would have stopped the problems? If it's not, then it's a worthless law. And the exact same thing here. Going back to the article, never mind that the Colgan air pilots had logged more, many more hours than that. 3,379 for the pilot and 2,244 for the co-pilot. So both of them had almost 
The pilot had more than double the 1,500 hours. The co-pilot had about 75% more than the 1,500 hours. So this 1,500 hours would not have solved the problem. But they, the politicians just want to go on to C-SPAN or go back to their constituents saying, we solved this problem by doing something. Even though that something doesn't solve the problem, that, that something would never have prevented that problem from occurring. Now we're paying the price of the unintended consequences. Go back to the article. Unfortunately, that logic doesn't work any better with public policy than it does with pills. The mindless mon- monumental number of hours may actually be detrimental to pilot development. Keep in mind, those 1,500 hours aren't supervised training hours addressing various scenarios. Simply tooling around with your girlfriend in a single-engine Cessna counts. This goes back to the article on the on CNBC where they talked about that they have to spend all this training, training out bad habits that pilots had acquired while tooling around in their single-engine Cessna. So once again, we, we have the government jumping into action because a problem occurred, even though that problem solved nothing. When I originally brought this up, it was about the plastic in the landfills, the knee-jerk reaction, the we have to do something. A lot of states banned the grocery, plastic grocery bags. That didn't solve problems because it actually put more plastic in the landfills as people bought specialty garbage bags, the four and eight gallon garbage bags, because they were reusing their plastic grocery bag. Those garbage bags actually used tons, a lot more plastic than the grocery garbage bag. They actually exasperated the problem by trying to fix it because it was a knee-jerk reaction. So here we go, guys. Once again, usually anytime the politicians get in to solve a problem, they're going to make it worse. Unless the politicians that are running this actually work in the industry as pilots and commercial pilots, not just a Air Force pilot or a Navy pilot. If they actually worked in the commercial pilot industry and actually understood what's going on, then they can actually come up with real world solutions or actually work with the industry to figure out how do we prevent this? Maybe these, the, the people that crashed in Buffalo, maybe they were flying too many hours. Maybe they weren't healthy. Maybe we need to raise the health requirement. Maybe they were too tired. Maybe they were drunk. Maybe there was something else going on. Maybe we need to breathalyze the pilots before they actually get into the cockpit. There, there were so many other different things that could have caused this. I and mean, there was a pilot error. Was it just stupidity? A hu- you know, a common human mistake? Or was it something preventable? That's what the politicians should be solving. They don't. They just come up with a knee-jerk reaction so they can go back saying they solved a problem that didn't exist. Now we're paying the price. So once again, guys, the law of unintended consequences in action. Thanks to our politicians. Thank you for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider. Never stop at a sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flow.